Hey everybody, it's Blake. And this is Drew. And you're listening to the Lock, Stock, and Two Smoke Controllers podcast. Welcome to episode 60 of the podcast. If you've been keeping track of how the flow of our episodes go, you know it's time for another guest. And we're uh, pretty excited to have our first and maybe only guest from across the pond. With us today, we have Ben Cartledge from uh, One Credit Classics on YouTube. How's it going, guys? Hey, man. Thanks for doing this with us. We really appreciate you taking the time. And You're all good. Fighting, fighting the time zone difference here. Yeah, yeah. It's like half past 11 here, like in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping, uh, we were thinking maybe originally I was I was telling my brother, I was like, I was like, let's be fair to our guest. You know, I was like, if he wants to do it at a certain time, if we got to wake up at two in the morning to record for him, let's, let's just do it, you know, but because it, it didn't work out that way, it's fine regardless, but we got it all worked out. Yeah, for sure. I guess the easiest thing to do is to jump right in. Uh, if you'll, I'm sure you'll have people coming from, your show that already know you to listen to the podcast, but for anybody who doesn't know uh, really about what one credit classics is and stuff like that, uh, how it came about and what you really do with the channel. Yeah. So um, it all like so many of these things do all, it all came about with a, a big conversation I had with a good friend of mine about a WrestleFest, like the year 1991, like tennis, which if you, if you've seen the channel, like if you go on YouTube, put one credit classics in um, my first ever video was WrestleFest. And the whole thing we argued, we're not argued, but we talked for years about the fact that the Legion of Doom, who were obviously the bosses on that didn't seem beatable, right? Yeah. Like on a single credit. So you could always get to Legion of Doom. And you'd always end up dying, you know, you'd always end up getting pinned. And we had a long back and forth, my friend did for years about um, that they weren't beatable. And it wasn't until I got into it a lot later that I realized that like, um, uh, obviously the, the dip switches are heavily tilted in their favor. Like you're uh, like 60 or 70% less likely to win a grapple with them than anybody else. And all the moves do more and they've got bigger energy bars. You know what I mean? All that stuff. The, yeah. the last bosses though, they should do, right? It makes order eaters. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They've got to be right. They're difficult. But um, so I uh, practiced for ages on WrestleFest, playing it through, obviously, through uh, my PC on, yeah. uh, on MAME. And, uh, and I beat him. I beat the Legion of Doom and it looped again. And the first thing I did was phone my mate up and I said, I can't believe I beat the Legion of Doom on one credit. And he was like, really? And he just he literally just he didn't doubt me or anything, but he went, really? And I was like, yeah. And then I thought, does he not believe me? And I thought, how, how, how can we get around this? You know what I mean, like, because I thought he did believe me, but I thought to myself, there's going to be other people who don't because it's notoriously difficult. So I thought, what I'm going to have to do is find a way of recording this. So then I like uh, looked around. Uh, I had like uh, a reasonably powerful PC, powerful enough to run, do you know what I mean? Ladies. Some emulators yeah. and some, uh, yeah, and some capture software. So I was like, I'm sure I could, I'm sure I could work this out. And the funny thing was, right, my whole idea for it um was literally just to put one credit in and see how far i got i had one take i recorded it and i thought to myself like um well this will be fun do you know what i mean yeah i'll put a video out and it'll be a laugh 
And that one time I recorded it, I actually ended up beating the Legion of Doom, which was phenomenal. And that's where if you listen that, yeah, I was dead happy. If you listen that first episode, I say at the end, like one credit as advertised, it just came out. I didn't, I didn't think, you know what I mean? Oh, cool. just, yeah. I was actually yeah. going to ask about that. How the, the uh, where the catchphrase, where the catchphrase came yeah, from. Just, yeah, just, it just fell out my head. It just literally is. A, <laughs> yeah, you often, uh, you often talk about the, uh, the emotions and stuff. I mean, that's the first yeah. episode, but throughout the series, you often talk about the, the rush, the rush of yeah. emotions of doing stuff like that. And obviously we're not, we don't play games. You hear, you hear all the time, I guess. You hear, I've mm. heard you on other podcasts. People always say, nobody, we don't play to the level that you play. So you hear it all the time, but we don't. So we watch the stuff, and we're like, most people are just amazed to watch the the insanity stuff you you go through. Yeah, it, it, it is like, um, it, the funny thing was, like, with that, that like I say, it was weird, because I recorded that first, and mm. then I thought to myself, oh, I should do another one. And then, like all these things, it kind of slowly builds. You know what I mean? I ended yeah. up getting like you just start buying more stuff as well, don't you? So I got like a better microphone, oh, and then God, I got yeah. like a, oh, I got a, a yeah, exactly. I got a better, uh, I got a better controller. You know what I mean? I was using one that I just found in a drawer, like that I'd bought years ago. I got the mm-hmm. the trusty uh, Buffalo USB that oh, I'm yeah. still using. Yeah, we heard about you know the Buffalo, mean? yeah. Yeah, oh, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? And it just started kind of growing like that. But the funny yeah. thing was, like I was playing games that I was quite familiar with for the first kind of 20 odd episodes, putting one video out a week. It was fun, you know, and it still is fun or I wouldn't do it. And like, and it's, and it was like, uh, and the funny thing is, it's like that thing of when you were interviews with bands, when they say like, um, you've got 21 years to write your first album. Do you know what I mean? And 21 months to write your second album. You know what I mean? Like, so the first season of One Credit Classics was, was a series of games that I'd spent the last 30 odd years getting good at. Yeah. So when I thought, oh, what game should I do? I could be like, I can do that, and I can do that, and I can do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's loads yeah. of games that I could do. And then when I started doing more, I was like, oh, this is quite difficult. Like, I've exhausted all the games that I'm <laughs> that I'm good at, you know. Yeah. So I'm going to have to learn. I'm going to have to learn some and try and get better. Yeah. And uh, But with the, a lot of the arcade stuff, the problem I was having was just the time, really. Like, the time required to... I didn't realize how long I'd been playing stuff like WrestleFest and Golden Axe for. You know, it had been years. Um, it really had been a long time. Um, and so I couldn't condense, like, do you know what I mean? 20 years of yeah, playing. Like, a, yeah. yeah, a week or something. I was wondering how, like, you don't see it in all the videos, really, but a lot of times you can tell in a, by the way you're talking that the recording that we're seeing is far, far from yeah. the first time you did something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, that's. I wonder how do you um this is like, like a dumb kind of a dumb clip. How do you keep the same uh, enthusiasm? uh enthusiasm if you've recorded 10, 15, 20 times yeah. in a single night? How the how does that twentieth time? How do how do you keep the same? Because I I know you tend to kind of explain the game sometimes while you're playing it. Like yeah, it's yeah. the twentieth twentieth time you've explained this game in the same night. How do you how do you maintain that in enthusiasm? Yeah, that's or- a very good question. To be honest, like the funny thing is, like I am, um, you never hear like. Obviously, like, unless I put them out as bonus episodes or whatever, you don't often hear kind of like the ones that I I don't like, um, I don't get uh, the videos. And and I can't tell you how many, how many like misclears of games I must have thrown away over the years. It must be thousands, you know, it really must be. I can't imagine. You got hundreds of what, uh, because we, we can't avoid talking about it. We get hundreds or more of ghouls and ghosts. We'll ghouls and ghosts, yeah. Oh, point. yeah. Yeah, yeah ghouls and ghosts. The first, the first run through of ghouls and ghosts, I think, was 400 takes, I think, Whew. in that I, neighborhood. See, yeah, I'm, not, was, I'm not up to date on your because I, I got to it a little bit later, but I'm I'm about to finish your season one, your Mega Man 2. Mm. 
is where is where I'm at in everything. That's how far behind I am. But I do I did really enjoy your when you played through um, Street Fighter Two Ultimate on the one credit, and then oh, after yeah. the at the end you had all your bad takes and you like yeah oh, yeah, yeah the Kyle one one son of a bitch yeah there's a lot of that. I think it's season two. If I remember rightly, I think it's season two. There's another episode like that when I play a combat school. I think I put a montage in of all the the bits on the end because the last level on combat school is silly. You know what I mean? The, it's blatantly the, in a, it's, it's the one where you've got to try and rescue the president. You do all those. It, it, the funny thing with combat school, the knife guys in the end. That that's it. One that's of the knife it. guys that kill you in one stab. That's it. And I remember, it's I just remember silly. That. It's absolutely <laughs> the crazy thing with combat school is like it's a military style track and field game where yeah. three of the events are like shooting events, and then they send you in the they send you in the White House without a gun. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they send you to rescue the president with your bare hands. <laughs> You're in there trying Dirty. to kick people. But I yeah, mean, it doesn't make it do it like machete well, they, or somebody. <laughs> they can that's do it, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It's just yeah. It was just it. It was just silly. But the the funny thing was like the second season. I remember um I uh, I got uh, a, a couple of later versions of the Mame the arcade emulator that I was playing, and that version had the ability to make kind of save states. I thought to myself, like, well, obviously, they're never going to be a part of any clear I'm going to record. But in terms of uh, practice. practice, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. It allowed me to kind of deconstruct kind of games. Do you know what I mean? And and just yeah. get good at sections before so, piecing them all together, you know? It was. So, I have heard you talk about that. You're like, eh, take one step forward, two steps back. This guy's going to hop down. Like, I've seen you like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just yep. verbatim. Yeah, that thing a lot of it. A lot of it's from that, you know, like from from. So like some of it, stuff like like say the stuff I know well, like Street Fighter Two, Golden Axe. Do you know what I mean? WrestleFest. It's just Have you from seen the Golden Axe yet? Uh, early, one of the early when he played with the dwarf. Yeah, the Golden Axe. Yeah, so that's the, the Golden Axe videos are kind of because those games are they're not random at all. It doesn't seem so you can actually memorize. It seems like you yeah. you can memorize Golden Axe if you play mm. it enough. I'm still doing I'm still doing Golden Axe videos like now you know like um because one of the yeah. one of the another big thing like landmark thing with the channel was getting a camera you know because the yeah. first. The first, like, well, all the basic, all the episodes at the start, um, the first, whatever it is, six seasons, are all yeah. without a camera. And then when I started streaming, I got a camera to stream. And then I thought I should record a few videos, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. with, with so, the camera and present them a bit differently, you know? So is that part of the, because uh, I had it somewhere down my line of notes, is the evolution of the channel now, maybe jumping ahead, but as you, yeah, no, it's cool. The, late, the later seasons, I think you even mentioned a couple of times that you're at, at a certain point you are running out of stuff. Yeah, you're just running out of like running out of games. You think all oh, those all oh, those infinite games like I, I could do this forever, but then you start like, like yeah. running out. So like, and I saw I thought that uh, when I started seeing uh, I haven't watched them yet because I'm, but uh, I started seeing you do your Metroid speed runs and I was like yeah, that's yeah. a pretty cool idea for the channel. Actually, it seems like something it kind of fits along with what the idea of yeah. the channel is. But I didn't know if that was part of the plans or just when something just, just came up <laughs> yeah i listened to a we talked at the start didn't we about a cane and rinse i listened to the cane and rinse metroid podcast yeah, and i was like too. that's inc that's incredible i thought how have i not um have i not played a lot of this and then yeah. i started playing it and i thought to myself like how could i do a video of this like how could because i have done like on the on the channel all the playlists are there there's um uh like obviously all the streams are playlisted and all the videos are playlisted and there's all that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's a playlist called uh, one. There's a playlist called One Credit Clears on Camera, which is since I've had the camera, like um, the way I used to do videos before, 
but done with a kind of a camera. So like a like a, a one credit classics episode, but you can see me basically. Mm-hmm. So there's another playlist with about, and there's random stuff on there. There's like a no death clear of the Simpsons and a bit of Golden Axe stuff. And do you know what I mean? Some kind I've of. Been, a, I've been digging through. I mean, I've been I've been at it since. I don't know, man. You you put out a lot of stuff. So there's always a lot. Of, there's a there's like five years it. worth. Do you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> five been, years been, worth. Of, five years worth of content. I've been digging digging through it slowly but surely. No, that's the thing. But like, um, well, yeah, I listened to Kane and Rich Metroid show. And yes. then they were like, um, uh, I spoke to Rich, who was on that show. And uh, I was like, oh, I might do a video of this. So I learned how to play it a little bit. And then I thought to myself, I bet I could do it in under an hour. And then that opened up the whole door to the whole kind of speed running thing, really. If you see the first one, like I had just like a little timer that I pressed. So you could see yeah. the time, yeah. what it was. But then after that, I, I um, a friend of mine messaged me and said, oh, that's like, whatever it was, like the 27th quickest time that's on speedrun for that category, speedrun.com. You should send it off. And I sent it off. And then I was like, oh. And then I thought to myself, I wonder how fast I could do this. And then that is like, like, yeah. I could do better than 27. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Then it started. I think my first first ever recorded time was like 56 minutes, maybe 56 and a half minutes, something like that. that was that your first time playing? That ain't, that, that ain't a blind playthrough, is it? No, is it actually? Okay, no, I fixed no, no, to say no. there's no way that's a blind playthrough. No, 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 no. My, f- my first, the first time I ever beat it was under an hour, but it was with <laughs> like, um, uh, it was heavily kind of practiced, you know. Like I, I watched a few bits and and kind of got good at it. But um, but yeah, the, well, not even the play. The first one I recorded was yeah. 57. But here's the thing: I played it through a lot to the point where I was ready to record, you know. Like yeah. I put the time in, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm ready, ready to do this." But yeah, the first one that I recorded was 56 and a half minutes, 57 minutes, something like that. And then through just getting better at it and playing it and looking at ways of getting it, the the fastest time I recorded was like 28 and a half minutes, um, which is uh, at the time was the I think it's the sixth now, but at the time it was the fifth fastest. Um, Fifth fastest run on speedrun.com for a certain category. It's not like because I, I, I like eighty percent and different yeah, that's stuff. the thing. It's yeah. all bosses. Uh, it's all bosses classic, which basically means uh, you have to beat uh, Craig Ridley and Mother Brain, obviously, and you can't do kind of door skips and glitches and stuff like that. Because yeah. if you watch the any percent stuff, the any percent records like less than ten minutes. It's yeah, silly. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? And because the way the way Metroid works is like um, with that. Uh, is you can shoot a door and it opens, but after a while it closes again. So you take mm-hmm. a couple of frames in and wait for the door to close. Then your character can't move left or right. And if you like, um, if you get the control pad and press kind of up and down like that, you go ball and then stand and ball and stand, and you just glitch through the through the the like yeah. screen. And then a lot of them, the only way you can go then is it wraps you back to the bottom of the next screen. So, like, for example, really early on in that, you yeah. can't go down because that's where Craig's lair is. You need the bombs to go down. But without that, you, do you know what I mean? If you've got, yeah. if you can glitch through there, you can just go straight down there and it saves you, like, 10 minutes, you know so what I mean? It's crazy. Do you prefer the, uh, like, uh, I don't, I'm trying to think, because I know you use, like, in your uh, one credit videos, you kind of, you exploit AI sometimes yeah. the way out. So this, so that I, I know you're okay with that when it comes to like speed running, are you, do you prefer the no glitch kind of like I, yeah, play the I whole game? So. Is that kind of more your style? Yeah, I think so. Because the thing is like, I, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because I think that like uh, stuff like glitching through doors feels like exploiting the program. Whereas yeah. stuff like if you play golden axe and you just get people to walk off platforms, is more about your knowledge of the AI. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like you're doing anything that they probably didn't think you could do. Do you know what I mean? Or they didn't plan for you to be able to do. And I think like that's the thing, really. Um, also, as well, like uh, the, the the level of precision that you need to kind of do a lot of these glitches, like the higher level stuff, it's just yeah. it's mad. If you watch like any be, of the, I feel like it'd be a, a, a little exhausting too. Like you, you run. You've, I've seen some of the videos, not your stuff, but like other stuff, people like run up to a, run up to something, and the glitch doesn't work on the first try. That whole mm. runs to, that whole runs tossed. Exactly. Yeah, that's Start the problem. Over, into- Go to the game, hit the thing, glitch works, okay. Next glitch doesn't work, start over. I, I just, exactly. It's not obviously speedrunning is not for everybody. <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> I, do you know what? And I didn't think it'd be for me to be honest. It's just a game like Metroid really kind of captivated me, you know. Yeah. I really thought that like I enjoy this and I, I want to see like how um yeah, I want to see how good I could get at doing it, you know. And like are you still, um, are you still working at it? Well, here's the thing. So I did um uh, I did, uh, what did I do? Like uh, the uh, All Bosses Classic, uh, which was, yeah, I think 28 minutes. I want to do a different run. So I want to do 100%. Um, so get every item in the entire game um, and try and do that in under an hour because that's quite tough, to be honest. But um, I'm still, uh, yeah, I'm still doing a few, I'm still doing a few other bits, to be honest, at the moment, just still trying to, uh, and of course, like we said at the start, like with me moving out. So I was like, I, I, like I, I went from two, yeah, I went from two streams to one stream, and then we had Christmas, and then I talked a bit about like my other, uh, my other uh, occupation as uh, randomly as random as it is, like judging mixed martial arts fa- fights. Like uh, you on that at some point, yeah. Pretty, yeah, so I'm traveling. Like a, yeah, cool so I'm, tra- I'm traveling. That's the other thing. So like I can't. It's good in one way because I'll take my. Uh, I've got a 2ds XL, so I'll take mm-hmm. that with me. You know what I mean? And I played a lot of Metroid on that. To be honest, on planes. You know what I mean? Just getting kind of getting you, kind of bits down which is decent uh, you have mentioned practicing um practicing games on your 2ds before on the channel went like practicing games does that yeah does that translate well yeah enough? does that does that does that practice translate well to when you switch back to your pc yeah because like it depends one one practicing really but i mean the 2ds xl is really good because like um the the emulation for it's really 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 good the stuff from yeah. the uh, the nintendo store is good so i wanted a um a new uh 2ds xl the one that plays snes games you know mm-hmm. and i did i played like a lot of contra on that and uh, uh uh super mario world and things like that but also obviously like metroid you know what i mean i played a lot of metroid on kind of on that um and a lot of other games from that kind of era really that's the great thing about that like the the, the games the the other thing as well is the games take no room up at all as you might imagine because the files are really small yeah, a couple so of megabytes probably for yeah exactly exactly. and then you've metroid, got like a yeah. Yeah, you've got a however many gig like SD card in that in the uh, DS kind of a standard. So yeah, I've got yeah loads, loads and loads mm-hmm. and loads that I bought over the like a lot of the Mario games and uh, Castlevania as well. I think I've got Castlevania. Yeah, I know they I uh, the first four Castlevania games on that DS. I think. Yeah, I was, I was, I was that kind of Castlevania you mentioned it because that there was you know Kane and Rince has been covering Castlevania as well. Are you mm. looking into the speed running? I've seen you. I think I've seen you barrel through a couple. I think. I don't know what Castlevania game I saw on your channel. I know you, you know, I know I've seen you rip through one without dying, or I think yeah, you so played I... through and you died. You did a like no no continue obviously, but you lost yeah, a yeah. life. Like you died on Dracula, and then you came back a, 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 on a different video and did it no dying. So. Yeah, and I think that's a very speedrunning is popular in Castlevania as well. Massively popular, yeah. yeah. Castlevania, uh, the first one, yeah, on the NES is is, is huge for speedrunning. Like I yeah. uh, to give you an idea, like I. I, just after we got talking about speedrunning with the Metroid videos, I was on the um, Kane and Rince uh, Castlevania podcast runner, yes. and uh, I uh, I did a no death run on a live stream, 
and it was ironically when I was playing. So I'd set a live stream up and I was like, I just want to play Metroid. So I played Metroid for about two hours. And then I had about a 20 minute window at the end before I was getting ready to go. And I put it in the chat and said, would you want to see me play? And somebody said, oh, I'll put Castlevania on. So I was like, okay. So I thought there was no pressure on then. You know what I mean? I just thought this will be fun. This will be like a good laugh. So I played through and got, yeah, and got a no death just completely. I was like by accident, but you know what I mean? I wasn't planning on it. But uh, after, before I went on Kane and Rinse, I like him. Um, I said like to them, I was like, uh, I'll, I'll have a look at that run and I'll time it to see, do you know what I mean? How long it was. And uh, I think it was like 18 and nearly 19 minutes, 18 minutes, 19 minutes. And uh, uh, Leon was like, where's that on the leaderboard? I was like, uh, 354th or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, the, yeah the, t- the top time's like 11 minutes or something by SBD Wolf. It's silly, yeah. Is that the is that the any percentage thing too, like glitches and all, or is that there's no way there's there's no massive glitches in it to be honest. Really? Like there's, oh, wow. there's a few like like uh, what's that one where that is that Castlevania where that enemy hits you in the beginning of the game and you hop up? Is that like you yeah, jump the and bat. a bat hits you? Yeah, the I saw bat you jump. do that one. Yeah, so that's see that's like um see I wouldn't you're not glitching through a wall or anything. I'm happy yeah. with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That seems fairly. That yeah, just seems like you're seeing, you're seeing yeah, I, yeah, I think because well, we watched uh, our Daniel play it, and then we watched his version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, you I, jump, you jump over the you. It, it's not about where the bat hits you, because if it hits you like if it hits the front part of your hitbox, you go backwards, and if it hits the back part of your hitbox, it knocks you forwards. Yeah. So you have to jump and still hit it, but you hit it more like your feet hit it basically instead of the front of you hitting it. So you jump cool. and go boosted that way instead of jumping and getting boosted kind of back. Um, but it's like it's, it's got to be the right height and you have to time yeah. it right and about the only one i think i remember off the top of my head really off the only one i've seen you use there's no telling how many we just don't realize you said, like, you said there's not very many in that yeah. game hmm. no, no not game breaking ones you know what i mean so like it's not like there isn't um there isn't like um in the later ones there's kind of a lot more but me yeah. me with castlevania like castlevania um on the nes was one of the first ones that i did for like i did a halloween special and then i did mm-hmm. Castlevania on the NES, and then I did um, what are the Castlevania games I've done? I did uh, Haunted Castle, like the arcade version. I played that quite a few mm-hmm. times, to be honest. Which is the um, the arcade version of Castlevania that came out before uh, the rest of the home versions, mm-hmm. which is a uh, really good, very tough that one. And uh, I randomly did Castlevania three as well on a stream, completely impromptu. I'd kind of been same again on a plane. I've been practicing a bit on a plane, and I had a couple of streams where I had a couple of games of it, and then I was like. I said, oh, well, I've watched, I'll have, it was like October. I was like, oh, I'll have a game of this on a stream. And I randomly got one credit. I was absolutely made up. I was on my last (laughs) life as well. It was was really clutch. Like it was really, really clutch. But uh, those are, the funny thing is though, right? Those are the, those are the best ones, you know? Like the ones where. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. uh, Okay. I was wondering if it, um, when it comes to a lot of, well, not everything you do, but lots of you do, it does involve a lot of memorization and stuff like that and mm. uh i was wondering if all the time does the time you spend memorizing something does that take away from the the fun of playing it if the game turns into from like you switch off from like twitch reflexes and you switch yeah, to yeah. all memory does that take away from your enjoyment or is it all about that end goal of getting the whole thing done that's a very good question to be honest um i think there's some games, realistically, a lot of arcade games that yeah. um, you're not supposed to be able to do solely on reflexes, you know? Yeah. Like, for example, 
things like uh, I talk about ghosts and goblins all the time, or ghouls and ghosts. Yeah, like on ghouls, <laughs> on ghouls and ghosts on the uh, second level, where you have to jump over those bridges, you have mm-hmm. to memorize that, you know, yeah. because you can't because the same things break every time, but it's instant death, you know. So like there, there has to be the, but things like for example, um, the way that like the the red armors, the red enemies kind of swoop at you. Yeah. There's a pattern to that, but it's a variation within a kind of theme. So you can't really memorize all of that, but you recognize what they're going to do as they start doing it. So that's yeah. kind of a bit of both, you know, like, because like, I think remember those, those in the Latin near the end, those are the ones that that one part where you have the one that comes down and you pop up and you, and you trigger the second one. Yeah. That's it. It won't on the last but they, level, but, but they don't swoop low enough. Yeah. So you're kind of, that's something that maybe you just, I guess that's not memorization. That's just like knowing something about exactly, what's going to exactly. happen. That's not really the same thing. The, I first, guess, but... the first red army you fight on ghouls and ghosts is the one on that big pile of skulls on the second level. Yeah. Like you go over the bridges and then like uh, there's a, there's one sitting on a big pile of skulls and he's on the same level you are. So like you have to get a couple of hits in and then you really have to know kind of uh, but here's the thing you still have to that feels less about memorization and more about kind of execution really you know because yeah. you still have to because uh, you can still do random stuff like that's the thing with all these games with the best will in the world you can memorize loads of them and then do you know what i mean like uh, yeah. like uh, is, ghouls and ghosts is bad for that like our type's terrible for that yeah, to be honest. yeah i wanted to mention our type i think uh our type is what i don't want to tra- jump around too much on the subjects but our type was one of the videos i watched and that's one of the ones where, like, you could tell you've memorized piece because it's yeah. one of the it's one of the few times you're like, I think you're. Th- it seems like I'm not, you know, I think it sounds like it seems like you're thinking out loud as you're moving on the screen. You'll yeah, say yeah, something, yeah. You, and you kind of hit the perfect little spot. I'm moving my hand. You can't see my hand, but you're moving the little spots around, <laughs> and you're hitting like the perfect spot on the screen. But you're but you're like thinking out loud, and that's really the really only game I think of. Yeah, your videos where I've seen like because our type took such a such a massive amount of dedication, as you know, obviously. As being one of your biggest feats. Yeah. That was a big turning point, really, for me, that was. And that was like I said at the start about the the uh, the emulator, like the with the ability to use kind of save states like um yeah. to to build up your ability, you know what I mean? So to set mm-hmm. states up throughout the game and then just practice those and then so- don't don't start recording until you're think of that point where you could put them all together, you know, like when you can put a complete performance in and you don't need yeah. to you don't need to think about so- it. Like our type was one of the first ones where like I really had to, you know what I mean? I had to kind of really, I don't know how many times I died playing our type, hundreds. And then I did it all live as well, didn't I? Like on the live streams, I did like a series of trying to beat it again live. And I think that took, that took 108 takes, I think, or 109 takes. And they're all on the streams as well. <laughs> like just me, so the, hours of me dying at our type. Those so R type, I guess, so is R type, is it all, is all the patterns in R type, are they set? I don't, I don't remember if you say. Yeah. So, you, so you memorize our type. So there's, there's so the problem. Entirely. The problem with it is the problem with our type is the fact that um, enemy positions and stuff uh, are kind of random. Um, uh, are set. Sorry, but yeah. like enemy behavior compared to where you are sometimes is random. In okay. terms of like, if an enemy comes on in a certain part of the screen, it's always going to come on that part of the screen, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm like a little bit off where I should be then the bullets it's going to fire are going to cause me to go a different way than I should be. So if I've got a route that I know I'm going to take through this level, me being a tiny bit off or me not firing in time, do you know what I mean? And not emptying the screen in time can, can what's it can completely thingy can completely mess the thing up. Um, Sometimes they'll fire a bit quicker than others. Sometimes they won't, you know what I mean? Like there's so many, 
And that's why our type's so hard because like it almost lulls you into a full sense of security because you play it a lot and you're like, oh yeah, I know this bit. Yeah, I know that bit. And then all of a sudden the the thing the enemies will come on in the way that you think and then they'll do something that you won't like expect. Like they'll fire quicker or they'll fire two bullets yeah. and you're like, hang on. <laughs> and then you end up dying and you're like, right, I'm going to start this again. Yeah, it's got a cat on. Yeah, 100% it does, yeah. Like I say, R-Type was one of the first. R-Type was probably the first one where I got to the end of it um, and I legitimately, I don't know, I, 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 I had that, that moment, you know, where I was yeah. like, I felt like I could do anything. That, I think that, it was... That, uh... That was a project, you know. I've I've spent yeah. weeks on that, you know. I spent weeks on putting that together, and that that, like I said at the time, like that is a, a turning point for me and the channel because I was always doing games that I knew, and and that gave me the confidence to say, yeah, I could beat that, you know. Like yeah, I had that. Have yeah, you seen the R type thing? R type yeah, thing. Uh, the R type thing is one of the one. Uh, you did it a couple of times. R type was the one you beat, and you're just like, uh, God, I, don't, I can't, because you're just like. The motion is just pouring out. You're like, yeah, hundred percent. Like, I remember. You're like, you're like, send me any game. I, I that can was fuck, it. <laughs> I can fucking beat anything. Any game. Send it. them to me. It was, it was just it, like, oh, it? it was so funny. God, it was so funny. <laughs> so the funny thing was with that, right? I yeah. started doing this channel, and I put this thing up on the on on Twitter somewhere, and I said, oh, like if anyone's got any ideas of games you want to see me, oh, message me. Yes. And uh, a friend of mine saw it. And uh, he's a he's a doctor, right? And the, my other line of work, judging fights, I see him at shows all the time. His name's uh, Doctor Chris Lamb. He's ever such a nice bloke. Yeah. And uh, I saw him at a show once, like uh, an MMA show. And he came up to me and said, "Oh, you know what you should do, don't you, for your channel?" I went, "Oh, go on." He said, "Oh, you should do our type." And I was like, "Huh, all right." And then whatever, I, yeah. <laughs> and I, I hadn't done it then, so I didn't have that kind of. I was like, oh, "I'll have a look at it." Yeah, and I started having a look at it, and I was like, "I can't do this." And then I just put the time into it, and. Every time I saw him at an event, which was quite a lot, because you might imagine like there's a, a finite number of people who are at these events, you know what I mean? Like working and professionally, it's kind of quite a small circle, really. So you see the same people very regularly. Yeah. I'd see him every couple of weeks and he'd be like, oh, I was our type going on. I'd be like, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? And then when I actually got it, I saw him and uh, and I told him and I sent him the video and he was like, I knew you could do it. And I was like, it's, this is a strange do you know what i mean it's not the karate kid i don't feel like i needed to do this <laughs> but then when i actually when i actually did it like yeah. one i felt like i could beat anything and two i did have that moment of yeah, yeah. Send, send them all yeah. send them uh, all that was a pretty funny moment. i wonder if that's uh i think you probably asked all the time is is our type the hardest or is it like a, it's hard to judge based on yeah, they're all out of personal ways to be personal, honest. Personal skills, yeah. If you're talking about like what took me the longest, um, Ghouls and Ghosts probably took the longest. Ghouls and Ghosts like took Ghouls and Ghosts No oh, Death. Is that for your, a, yeah, for the initial No Death? Because I know you've yeah, played, the initial you've played no so death. many versions. Oh, now, yeah. Video, so many versions of Ghouls and Ghosts. Is that the, that initial one credit was probably your longest? Yeah, yeah. Probably. That took at least two and a half months, I want to say. Like, of like, and I was recording other stuff in the time, you know. Yeah, like at the time, sure. so I was like uh, recording stuff and then coming back to Ghouls and Ghosts. And I had him, um, I had so that's another one you talk about takes that through away. Because the funny thing, what is the thing, right? If I'd have beaten, if I hadn't have beaten R type, it's, it's, it's hard to quantify really. If yeah. I hadn't have beaten R type, would I have had the confidence to, to try and beat Ghouls and Ghosts? I don't know, you know. But mm. if I hadn't beaten R type and felt what I felt when I beat it, would I have beaten Ghouls and Ghosts? And then been like, oh, I'm happy with that because it was a one credit. Because my initial couple of clears on Ghouls and Ghosts were one credit. But what happened was, 
I'd beaten our type and I wanted to feel like that again, you know? I wanted to feel like anything was possible. Chasing that high, yeah. Exactly. A hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? It's like Mr. Brownstone or something. But like, (laughs) uh, I uh, I did that. And then I did it. I did it. I got one credit clear on Girls and Ghosts. And I just, I don't know. It just wasn't the same. And I thought to myself, this is a massive game. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of people talking about this. A lot of people like this. It's known as a hard game. Like, why? Why doesn't it? Why doesn't it feel special? And then I thought, well, how else could I do it? And then I thought, I've got to try and do it without dying, haven't I? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and then, then the, it, the Japanese ROMs and other things like that. Yeah, and eventually, like I spent that much time playing it. Like if you talk about hardest, like that that people regard as tough. Like um, I did the Japanese version of the uh, Ghouls and Ghosts hardest difficulty without dying. Um, yeah. no, that's that like one. a that's a like a forty five minute clear. That's that's pretty tough. Yeah. I did I did um. Recently, I did come back to Golden Axe. I did him. Um, I did three back-to-back Golden Axe clears mm-hmm. on the uh, Japanese ROM hardest difficulty, and I did them all without uh, taking any damage. Yeah, I'm not uh, a back shit. to back. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I haven't, that was la- I haven't that was the those, camera. I, remember. Yeah, I haven't played those games in a long time. But Golden Axe is. I mean, I wouldn't. Golden Axe is nowhere near as hard as. No, uh, it's ghouls and ghosts, though. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's still a great, obviously, an awesome feat, but it just seems like yeah. more of a. The problem with that, though, is it was like it was a that the, they're like 20 minute clears, though. So the whole thing was like an hour. So for an hour, I had to play it and not take any damage. So, yeah. like, in terms of overall concentration, you know what I mean? Like a, a ghouls and ghosts clear, a good ghouls and ghosts clear is about 35, 40 minutes, yeah. you know? Those videos, like, um, are, yeah. yeah, in that kind of neighborhood. But yeah, like, um, things like that, like, um, randomly like stuff like that you wouldn't think the other, the other great thing about it is that videos you put out that you don't think anything of end up getting comparatively quite a lot of views yeah. like uh like for example i did green beret or uh what was it called over there russian attack was it it was called uh, it was called over in the states soon remember i did green beret no death that's like the most viewed video i've ever had and it keeps random. just randomly yeah it randomly just keeps ticking up like views i had um I did an old title arcade game called Champion Wrestler, right? Yeah. Which was season one. Um, and then I did a full playlist of like one credits with all the characters. That's dead popular as well. Because so many of these games have got random scenes that you wouldn't think well, of. The, the <laughs> yeah, same. Just, the internet's just so random. I don't know. Because like, you think the when people Google or search for hard games, it, it would be ghouls and that in our type. But maybe people have seen too many of those videos. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know how that's no, green beret though. It seems like a random like... that's a random thing to look for. Yeah, honestly. Green yeah, Green Beret's done like three and a half that three uh, three thousand two hundred views, which comparatively speaking is a lot, you know what I mean? For, yeah. for kind of the other stuff. Like and it's an older video, don't get me wrong. I must have done it like maybe four years ago, three, four years ago. But like yeah. um Is it still yeah, like, like breaking in the top five or something? Of- yeah, it's still it's still ticking, it's still ticking yeah. away. It still gets a couple of a couple hundred views every every do you know what I mean like yeah. month or so it's mad like I don't know where it's <laughs> but where it's the love uh, for that game's coming from yeah but to be fair it's fairly iconic you know like it's 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 decent it's a good game like and it's a it, it has got a, a a following a lot of that stuff from the arcades then as though you know what I mean like it's mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of the, the the arcade kind of scene like is is really big there's not not far from where i live so i live in a place called stoke-on-trent in the uk which is in the midlands which is bang in the middle i live basically in between manchester and birmingham manchester's to the north and birmingham's to the south uh not very far about about 60 kilometers like 
Manchester's 60 kilometers north, Birmingham, six kilometers south. Um, there's a town about a ma- about an hour away from me called Barry, which is near Manchester. And um, you probably heard me talk about it. There's a place there I go to quite a bit called Arcade Club. And that is the, uh, the largest arcade. I went there last Saturday, actually. It's the largest arcade in Europe. And it's like, um, oh. it's, a th- it's a three-story building. Um, and they've got like, um, you go in and you pay a certain amount. It's like 16 pounds, which is about $20, I think, or in that neighborhood. And then all the machines are free uh, and you can stay there all day. Like, um, yeah, one it, of those open in Nashville, I think. Yeah, the, 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 that that kind of scene's quite big, but like, um, but yeah, like it's that, only this getting is the, bigger nowadays for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, for nostalgia and stuff like 100%, that. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. But like on a Saturday, it's open eleven in the morning till eleven at night, so you can go in and they serve and they do food as well, and it's really nice. Like it's so you can basically go there. Uh, you can go there all day, but they've got one floor that's like PCs and consoles and a load of rhythm action stuff, and then they've got another floor that's like a load of modern arcades, a load of shooters. They've got a room full of um uh, the astro city sit down cabinets and they've got like a load of pinball machines and then the third floor is just a floor full of uh classic arcades so like um and they've got a uh, a ghouls and ghosts machine and uh an r-type and uh do you know what i mean a golden axe and like, you go uh, in there you go in there and, and bang through them sometimes yeah just, always. Just while you're there just always yeah like i did him i did one of the first times i went there uh was to meet i met with him uh leon and jay from kane and rinse like uh yeah. we went there and i did a couple of clears and golden axe but the funny thing was the ghouls and ghost machine was being fixed when they all <laughs> they went up and they had a ghost and goblin they had a ghost and goblins machine yeah. um so i played a bit of that but um uh, the next time i went up i was like right i've got to do my next thing has got to be i've got to do it on original hardware you know i've got to go up there and do a one credit on original hardware and uh and i did like and it was it was cool you know i really enjoyed the I really enjoyed would there, doing would that. Would there be any way to, I guess, filming in public is awkward. But yeah, any way to film well, they're, they're fine with people filming. Like, I could, yeah. I, you'd always set your phone up or something, do you know what I mean, and try and, yeah. uh, and, try and film it. But um, uh, it's funny. the you... funny thing is, those machines, like uh, that game, it's just become kind of, like you, you mentioned it, and a lot of other people do, it's kind of become really synonymous with this channel and me and what I do, you know. And, like, uh, the funny thing with it is as well is how it just, randomly keep showing up you know like uh, people will talk about it or like uh i talk about my other uh, my other line of work um like uh judging fights like yeah so in about 2018 i uh was it 2018? yeah i did um uh, so i'm in the uh, based in england i did a mixed martial arts event uh for the ufc over in uh australia in melbourne so i had to fly there so i flew from uh the uk to the uh it's like what a 16 hour yeah oh <laughs> so it's a, a seven hour flight to get to abu dhabi and then it's a 14 hour flight from abu dhabi to melbourne right so i got into Balls. melbourne which is on yeah and melbourne's on what's it as well on the the east coast of australia so you're flying all the way across it and australia is massive mm-hmm. um but i kind of got there and my uh, friends were they came from a different a different route because they were working the night before so I ended up getting there and I had about, I don't know, about five hours before they turned up. And I thought to myself, because the jet lag had hit me, I didn't know what day it was or what time it was. I thought to myself, if I fall asleep here, this is fatal. You know what I mean? I'm going to wake up at about two in the morning, not knowing where I am. So I thought I'm going to have to do something or, or do you know what I mean? Find something to do. So uh, my friend had been, who, who works for the organization, had been there all week. 
and he'd been messaging me. He said, oh, you've got to go to this place. I was like, well, what is it? And he said, oh, there's this place called Bartronica. It's like an arcade. Like, and I said, how far is it from the hotel? He said, oh, it's only about um, a mile away. Do you know what I mean? It's about a 20 minute walk. And I was like, perfect. So I'll do that. You know what I mean? I'll like, I'll, I'll kill a bit of time. You know what I mean? I'll go down to this, I'll walk down to this arcade. I'll go down there, play some games and I'll come back and then we'll go get some food. It'd be beautiful. So um, I got to this hotel, chucked my cases in, had a quick shower, got dressed. I had like, um, I get free data on my phone in loads of different countries and Australia is one of them. So I put it in the map, walked down there, got down there and I was like, this is beautiful. I walked in, I said to the guy, I said, what's the deal? He said, oh, you just go in. And I said, oh, is it just, I don't. And then he said, yeah, there's, there's, um, you got money. And I went, dollars. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he said, there's thingies on the wall. They had it where you like, uh, you put like 20 Australian dollars into a machine on the wall and it give you tokens. And then the machines take tokens. I was like, oh, cool with that. Like so classic, I walked down. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I walked downstairs, get these tokens, big bar in front of me. And I'm like, oh, beautiful. Do you know what I mean? So, and I turn around and there's three machines and the middle one's a ghouls and ghost machine. And I was just like, this is perfect. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like the other, I'm literally on the other side other of the, side world. Of the world. Yeah. And First there's a ghouls and ghosts machine. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, this is, do you know what I mean? This is the universe reaching out and sending me a message, you know? So I got you gotta, like get, a, you gotta uh, get to where you uh, try to find a machine in every city you go to. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Maybe like a, little, a, little, a little bucket list of all the machines, yeah. all the cities you've beat ghouls and ghosts yeah, in. I beat it in Australia. I beat it. Or every country. That's maybe, it. Country would be easier, maybe than uh, yeah. Every city, maybe. Well, the funny thing is, I've got it on a. Uh, I've got a, a MAME emulator on my uh, Android tablet, and I've got like a mm-hmm. Bluetooth um, con- uh, wireless uh, con- Bluetooth controller. So like. Uh, I've beaten it on planes, do you know what I mean? And like yeah. in, in hotels and all over the place, <laughs> just because I've been able to to play it. But doing it in Australia was doing it in Australia was cool because it was on a it was on original oh, hardware, yeah. you know. Yeah, like going cool. out there and, and kind of getting it done. Killed a load of time as well, to be honest with I you. I did, two, I did two back-to-back one credits. It took about like an hour and 40 minutes. And then I was like, oh, my mates will be here soon. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you know which version that uh the arcade was playing? A Japanese one. Japanese one? Wow. Yeah, yeah, it said Damakamura, yeah. Oh wow. I know I was really happy with it to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, it's such a big like I say, I streamed it the other day, didn't I? I streamed it on. I don't know like I say when we'll be going out, but one of the last um live streams I, I did, which was like Thursday, a couple of days ago, I streamed um uh, the world version of uh, yeah. Ghouls and Ghosts. I think that's on one of the stream. last version, last videos I the last, not that stream, but another video. Is there any do you, do you have anybody like ever feeding you new ways to do that? I mean, I don't know, but any, any new ways to play? Yeah, I regular, I mean, I've heard of I regular roulette, people. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've regular people like suggesting different clears and stuff. And I like the idea of maybe doing weapon only clears as opposed to weapon roulette clears. So trying to do the whole thing with like the lance or something. And then obviously you have to switch up for the last level. I reckon I could do that or or bits and pieces. But I don't know. It's just so much fun. Like the whole thing with it is it never stops being fun. You know, yeah. just playing a one credit's fun. You know, like a regular one credit's fun. Yeah. Um, and so I never like... It's not one of those ones where, and with the best way in the world, there's some games that I've done that I wouldn't say they're a chore, but there's some games that I've done that I probably know that I'm not going to play too much again afterwards, you know? Like I put the time into getting them good because I like the idea of getting better at stuff. I like broadening kind of my spectrum and and uh, and playing a variety of stuff. But realistically, I look at some of them and think, am I going to play some of these again? Probably not, you know? Like probably not. Is there, anyone like, in, um, is there anyone in particular that was just like a drag? Like even when you beat it, you didn't feel like you like like oh, this was. I hate this. This wasn't worth it. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like I remember doing. I did a load of NES stuff one season. I did the Karate Kid. That was dreadful. 
to be honest. <laughs> really yeah. bad, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was a cut. I'd have to get the lists up to say I'd probably go through all of them. And be like, oh no, there's probably loads of them. <laughs> actually, bring back memories you don't want. Yeah. This is it, yeah. But yeah. like, um, yeah, I remember. Yeah, the Karate Kid was pretty terrible. That was LJN, I think. They had a reputation, didn't they, for making stuff that wasn't the uh, wasn't, the, wasn't the best. But a licensed stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Anything licensed is yeah. No Yeah, that's the thing in it. Like the, the the priority becomes shoehorning as many references to the relevant intellectual property end, doesn't it? Rather than oh, getting yeah. like a getting a game that's actually that's actually decent. I remember in the UK, like we used to get games like for for the Spectrum and uh, the Commodore sixty four and the Amstrad, the microcomputers, and all the movie tie-ins used to be made by Ocean generally, and uh, this company Ocean, and they were uh, horrific for just shoehorning like five different games into one game like under the guise of the fact that it was this license so you'd have like do you know what i mean like a batman game or like a, a game of a, a film that had just come out and like the first level would be a platformer and the second level would be like a shoot 'em up and then the, do you know what i mean the third like it just yeah, there's okay. no it'd have no like cognitive sense to it at all it'd just be five separate games all tied together by the fact that you were controlling like bruce willis or something do you know just, <laughs> just, just making money is all that is yeah Exactly, still, yeah. It happens yeah. nowadays too. Shoot. Of course it does. Yeah. Uh I have a, a, a random thing that might be might be no real good answer to it. When I was watching the uh all the uh all the different seasons, all your seasons of uh one credit classics, your uh your opening do you cut together the opening videos? Is that is that do you cut those together? Yeah, yeah. So like I'll um sometimes I'll use them for uh sometimes I'll use them from uh episodes that I've done before. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just get footage. Do you know what I mean? Like um, the more recent videos that I've done that follow the One Credit Classics format that aren't live streams, you'll notice like the intro is still the same, but the intro is from streaming stuff. You know what I mean? So like it's still the same thing of cutting, but you can see my face kind of in all of them. You know what I mean? It's yeah. me playing different seen stuff. That was what like it's like. Am I? Am I just a lot of your openings for me? When I was watching your open, I watched all the whole seasons, and I was I'm watching your openings. I was like. Did he play any of these games in the yeah, season? Yeah, there's some, there's, there's some that I just um, get footage of. There's some okay, I was wondering. Players. I was like, is, yeah, there yeah, yeah. is there a joke that I'm missing here? Like, yeah, why are these the, well, openings... Do you know what? There's some <laughs> that, like, uh, the first season especially, I made loads more videos than I needed and ended up getting rid of them, some of them, because I just didn't think they were very good, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I did some clears that I just thought, no one's going to want to watch this. Do you know what I mean? And then I got to the end, and I remember thinking, what were you doing? Why? Well, not the end, but do you know what I mean? The last season. Yeah, when I'm on like, like season 120 and I'm trying to beat like, do you know what I mean? The Korean version of Super Mario or something. You know what I mean? I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I've got something really niche to get through. And I'm thinking to myself, why, why were you I weird? Yeah. Stuff away. Exactly. Well, can I try and get you... that back? Yeah. Well, get, maybe, get but back if, and just... if you didn't like it when you did it though, I mean, would you, re would you really feel right yeah, about that's putting the thing, it out? Yeah. yeah. What I'd probably do now is I'd probably stick it up on, uh, I'd probably stick it up on Patreon as bonus content or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like, mm -hmm. that's the great thing with Patreon. Like I love, being able to do like um the get because it's a really really cool kind of community and i like the fact that people can pick the games for me to play do you know what i mean and there's like um there's at least 30, if you if you're on patreon you can go on a patreon there's like all the contents all like uh, got labels on it and the label patreon exclusive there is like 30 videos i think at least of clears that will never go on a general you know what i mean that will always be exclusively for the people on I hadn't even, even looked at that. Like, like I mean, uh, yeah, there's a lot of big multi-part stuff. There's, yeah, a, there's like a, there's a nine, there's a nine. This is niche, right? There's a nine-part uh, <laughs> June two clear on the Mega Drive or the Genesis. 
like the real-time strategy game. Like there's a mm-hmm. nine part clear of that because there's nine missions, yeah, with with Dude. House Arconan. We're, 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 like, we're actually on your Patreon, but mm. like you're, you've got so much stuff on YouTube that I, had, I haven't even thought to look on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like I was like, you're saying there's like exclusive stuff. I was like, shit, is there? Like I even, yeah, got, I had even got to Patreon. Yeah, stuff. there's quite, there is a bit. Yeah, there's like, um, I think there's a, uh, there's a Super Mario Brothers three, one hundred percent clear video that's in about four or five parts. There's like, uh, yeah, there's loads of random stuff really. Like the June, wow. the June two one's pretty big. Like I say, that's nine, yeah. and they're like long videos as well because obviously like it's real time strategy, isn't it? So when you get mm-hmm. to the later missions. Yeah, it's like players are pretty cool. Yeah, this is it. But like um, I like him. I don't know. One of the things that I like doing as well with, with the streams is I can do longer play stuff, like in between streams, you know what I mean? So mm. like like I was doing before all this stuff happened with moving house and it was crazy. I was doing two streams a week, and then when I had a bit of time, I was playing through I did Castlevania Aria Sorrow, do you know what I mean? We had like projects. I was doing uh uh, Circle of the Moon at the moment, Castlevania One, and that's just as and when. Do you know what I mean? We'll jump on. I remember when, obviously, when COVID nineteen kind of hit. I remember doing quite a lot more streams, and then I started doing. I started I, with that. I, I streamed just one episode of, uh, I think it was a uh, uh, Card Fighters Clash on the Neo Geo Pocket, and uh, I saved it at the end. And I had a load of people say, "What are you going to do with that?" And I went, "I don't know." And they were like, "You should do it multi part." And then, obviously. Like, as we, I was different all over the world, but over here, we had like lockdowns for ages. So I was like, yeah. oh, I'll do that again. And so I came on the next day and kind of carried on and kind of became a thing. You know what I mean? It kind of got a bit of momentum. And we ended long up. Plays, long plays, long plays, there. Yeah. And we ended I up got... doing, like, like I say, like live, live long plays. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, haven't seen just that. A... I haven't seen that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a cool thing. Yeah. We did. Um... Aren't your, aren't your long we... plays usually like 20, 25, 30 hours though? Yeah, this is it, and I mean, so Car Fast Clash wasn't that bad, but I think the long—I don't know—the longest multi-part long play I ever did, I think, was Shining Force, which is the yeah. first big. I watch—I've I've watched Shining Force and Pokemon Ruby. Wow, yeah. you watched all the Shining Force, and, and that's impressive. Yeah. Even while you, even the even the whole time you grind for God knows. Yeah, on that, <laughs> I tried to give the thing his title so people could see what was happening with him. Yeah, yeah, that, that level when you grind and all grind. <laughs> the thing with those with those is though, like they're just the. Uh, they're dead easy to watch, you know, like yeah, the, the, the adventure games. The funny thing is, uh, I'm going through Legend of Dragoon on the okay, yeah. One. yeah, and awesome. so I'm actually watching your your videos as I'm grinding in, yeah. <laughs> in Legend of Dragoon. That's it's such a common through. thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. like there's something about those RPGs from that era that, like, where the, the grinding and the things actually quite um, enjoyable. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Nothing, yeah, nothing just feels more satisfying than it an RPG where the levels matter. Like you, you yeah, get exactly. that level and then, cause anytime like I'm playing a game, I said it before on the podcast, but if I'm going through, like, reading a walkthrough or something and they're like, Oh yeah, you, your whole party should be on like level 14 to fight this boss. I'm like, screw you. I'm hitting level 18. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I wreck this dude. This is it. And then <laughs> the funny thing as well is with, with games, like if you're playing through or games I did like then when it maybe like, adventure games i played when i was kind of younger we didn't I didn't have pre-internet like uh, i remember getting lost for ages and then randomly stumbling across where i was supposed to go and finding a boss and being like way over leveled because you'd been like <laughs> fighting loads of battles trying to get yeah. to it and then you get to like the boss and you're like here we go and it does its big attack and it's you for four damage and you're like oh yeah i'm actually I'm loads harder than you 
Yeah, they, <laughs> those were always fun. That's why I miss like old older RPGs where you had the world map and you could go to places that you weren't supposed to go to, and you kind yeah, of struggle. Exactly. Like, why is this so difficult? Only to find out that's not where you're supposed to go, and then you yeah, go exactly. to the other area, and you just wreck everybody, you just start mollywopping people left and right. Yeah, that's it. That the 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 thingy games are good for that. The fancy star games are good for that on the uh, on the, oh, the, the Genesis. Fantasy. I was trying. I was trying playing Fantasy Star One on the on the Switch. Mass system. Well, I was well, I was playing the little whatever on the Switch, but the Masters Invasion. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was hmm. trying to trying to play that, and that's pretty tough early on. <laughs> yeah, very. Yeah, very tough. I played him. Um, I never beat. I, I beat Fantasy Star Four. I think uh, mm. I beat that a couple of times, and then. Uh, you know, funny thing, I talk once again, like my uh, my other line of work, like the glorious yeah. world of organized violence. We can go to that. I, a bit. Yeah, you can talk about that. Was- no, no, no. It's cool. But I was just saying it's a game story really about it. But like um, I uh, so last summer, no, no, the summer before last, so 2020, so July 2020, when the world was still closed, right? Yeah. Um, like uh, I got um, asked to go over to uh, Abu Dhabi uh, with the UFC for Fight Island. And I was over there for... Um, three weeks, two and a half, three weeks, basically, like uh, judging some events and, and stuff like that. But obviously, like, there wasn't a lot of uh, available kind of COVID testing and everyone was still really scared about it. Do you know what I mean? People still really didn't understand a lot about it. And so um, I uh, I had to do, what I basically had to do was I had to drive down to a hotel in the UK. I had to take a COVID test and then I had to quarantine in that room for two days, basically. And they, like, sent me food in. But I'd bought not long, not a couple of years ago, I'd bought a, um, a Mega Drive Mini and I bought like um, two of the retro bit controllers, which are the ones that are officially licensed by Sega, the six button ones um, with the longer cables. Um, so I did two days in this hotel room fairly easily, to be honest, like just playing kind of different games. Gaming. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah this is it. Yeah, it's just, I was just, there's nothing else to do, you know? Um, so I, I had got the results of my COVID test and it was negative, obviously. So they're like, right, we're going to fly now. So we flew us off to Abu Dhabi. So we got to the hotel and they basically gave us another test and we had to quarantine again. So I had to quarantine again in the hotel room for another 48 hours. And uh, one of the big things I played then was uh, Fantasy Star 4. I spent so much time playing that, honestly. Because like you say, there's nothing else to do, is there? Yeah. Literally nothing else to do. I was just sitting in this that's room. Just, that's just all the dumb, the dumb internet stuff you saw at, at the beginning of the of COVID was like all the gamers being like, "You mean I have to stay home and play video games?" This all the is time? it, yeah. This is. Yeah. I've, I've been training for this my whole life. You know, this is just, it, yeah. Like, Do you know what I mean? This is our time. And yeah. the bad thing exactly. is, it's still not enough time to play all the games you want to play. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> More games. I played now. a lot. I when in my like mid twenties, I played a lot of World of Warcraft. Like this is. So I mean, staying inside for like days and days and days at a time isn't a, isn't a big problem. <laughs> Don't bother me. Yeah, and even now because there's so much, so so much content, it's impossible to get through everything. Okay. Yeah, and you because you, you do one credit classics. Do you? Because uh, again, I'm way early in the thing. Mm-hmm. Do you ever tackle anything modern but is still designed as like a retro style game? Um. You do you know what like on the patreon stuff like people will ask me for uh uh kind of later uh, kind of later stuff but like the problem with it well not the problem but the thing with me is it's always got to fit in with the the emulation really yeah. like it's got to it's got to be able to because i use a retro arch mm-hmm. and then obviously that's got like hundreds of cores on it and it'll run kind of it'll run kind of anything um yeah. if i can find a, a core that works on retro arch and if i can find a uh 
a way of uh, of emulating it, then I'll play anything really. You know, yeah. if people want to see me kind of play it, but like uh, it's it's harder to get anything kind of more modern realistically mm-hmm. because the emulation is kind of a bit more uh, a bit more tricky. And it's not the fact that uh, like I bought um with the it's one of the things I say about about Patreon. I'm so grateful like with the with the money I save from Patreon. I bought like a new PC not long ago, and then I recently upgraded, put a bit more RAM in that. You know, and I've got like it's hilarious though, isn't it? Like I've got this. I've got this gaming rig with like 32 gig of RAM. Do you know what I mean? And I'm playing like, it up like balloon, one gig. I'm, yeah, I'm playing games. like balloon fight or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> balloon fight in 4K. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> like 60 frames a second. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, honestly, it's this. The, yeah, the smoothest game of Kid Icarus you've ever seen. Honestly, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But yeah, that's it. Thinking- tell you what, it does make it does make things easier though. It makes recording a lot easier. Like converting oh, yeah. all the files and, and uploading them all. Yeah. Like uh, I remember it was taking me on my old PC, it was taking forever to convert a big file. And I was using what's it as well? Like uh, I started using uh, OBS obviously for broadcasting the live streams. And then I realized that the record function on OBS was loads better than what I was using. Because what I was using before was like uh, probably if you played Warcraft or games in that area, you probably heard of I used to use Fraps, which was the things that used to record screens. Um, and fraps like only uh, it didn't um, store and compress files so like uh, i'd have it yeah it was silly honestly i had um yeah i had i had half a terabyte of shining force do you know what i mean 20 episodes yeah 20 episodes of shining force was half a terabyte (laughs) it was it was it was silly whereas with with obs it records it like um it compresses the file already for you and then it's a lot easier to kind of move around and stuff. But because those files were so big and my computer was like oldish, do you know what I mean? It was taking like that whole yeah. Shining Force project. I mean, I'm amazed that I managed to upload Actually, that and put all that together, really. Yeah. Recording it wasn't the problem. It's like as soon as I had all the raw files, I was like, this is going to take forever. Like every one was taking like six hours to convert, you know? And I just kind of do them and then go about my day and then come back and it had finished and I'd, I'd do another one. It's lucky, really, because I had the I had the template and I could just basically of the ending and the start, you know what I mean? And yeah. I could just clip the video in and just convert it. But still, yeah. like it, it was. How a, much, I wonder how, how much how much editing do you do you really do on your videos normally? Um, you know, it seems so, like it would be the too much, honestly. Yeah, it depends, really. Like since I had a since I had a a, a camera. And I did a couple of videos differently. I've done a bit more editing. Like there isn't that much generally, like you say. There's like I'll record the uh, I'll record the intro at one point, and then there's the game footage, and then the the beginning and the end is generally quite similar in terms of like the in, the series intro with the music, and then the ending that credits is. with the Patreon stuff. And so yeah, so there's a lot of that. Like I'll save the I'll save like just the intro and the outro with a big gap in the middle. As do you know what I mean? As a as a template, and then all I've got to do really is kind of drop the file in but if i like every now and then i'll try and make something that's got a bit more like that requires a bit more editing you know what i mean so like when mm-hmm. i did the um <laughs> when i did rocky on the uh, master system uh, the clear of that which featured like a, a training montage like that took ages but it was like loads of fun to do you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like recording that training montage was hilarious but like uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah doing it with like editing it all together and having kind of the bits and stuff and yeah was it was a good laugh you know but yeah once again that's it a it's heavier got, kind of still got less, all that work you got less views than green beret huh loads less than green beret yeah <laughs> green beret is a freight train honestly <laughs> that's crazy Honestly, um, Green Beret is a phenom. I swear, yeah, it, it, it got like 
I don't know how many videos that view, how many views that video got, like the, the Rocky one. I bet it's about 500, 600. And then, yeah, Green Bray's just crushing it at about three and a half thousand. Unbelievable. Um, kind of what maybe what he asked, part of what he asked earlier about um, do, because, um, you know, a lot, a lot of even modern video games are made in the style of old games. Does that mm. fall outside of your criteria? I've never seen you play any modern games on the channel. No. I like, I've got, basically, right, I've got a, uh, well, I haven't got it at the moment because it's all boxed up because I'm moving out, but I've got a PS4. Yeah. And the last really, truly modern thing I think I played was probably Monster Hunter, to oh, be honest. Yeah. Monster Hunter well, World. I mean, I mean, yeah. more, I mean more of, um, like, for the well, channel. I know what like, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the stuff like that. Like, I, I can't say I have, to be honest. Like, That's I can't it. say I have a, like, um, Mikhail, who I do uh, the video with yeah. his podcast with, um, he reviewed um, there was a what was it called Battle Princess something Battle Princess Madeline was it was like a, a, a newer kind of yeah it was, it was a newer reasons. kind of platform game that was made to look and design like a, uh, a Ghouls and Ghosts game um, and so it had that kind of you know what I mean that kind yeah. of almost uh, oh, supposed like to new, be that way yeah, yeah like a, a new retro like a, like overview kind of a thing but like i'd like i'd play and if, if i could it's not in terms of armor i'm gonna have a cut off of doing these games like if i could find yeah. a way of like for example if i could find a way of reliably streaming if i could find a good core and i could find a way of reliably streaming dreamcast games for example um through retroarch then i'd do loads of them to be honest i'd play like power stone 2 and the dreamcast was incredible you know yeah it's probably the last day uh, it's probably the last great console that broke my heart, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I'd probably, I'd play loads of it. I'd play loads of Dreamcast stuff. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'd play the UFC game and Power Stone and, and like, uh, yeah, all that, all and that you, stuff I put loads of time into. And you dabble in PlayStation, just PlayStation, just a little bit, probably. Because, mm. oh, yeah. I've seen Tekken, I think. Because uh, I keep asking, the one game I'm uh, particularly asking is our cousin did it on his uh, YouTube thing, and it's called Volgar the Viking. You ever play that? Is that... I can't say I've played that. What's that on? Is that on PlayStation? It's not, I think it's on so PlayStation. It's on PS, yeah. PS4, Volgar the Viking. It kind of falls kind of right into your wheelhouse a little bit. You really? Know, but as much as we watch, that out. Sounds interesting. Yeah, Volgar the Viking. We watched him play it a bit. We, we played it the first before I even saw your videos. I play, That's why like when I played that, I was like, you know, our cousin Daniel. Daniel, he'll love this. And we told him about it. He bought it right away. But Volgar the Viking, I don't know. You have to look that up. Because it's one of those things no, where it's... It's the uh, should we should Patreon request it? Yeah, because <laughs> it's one hit. It's you you die in one hit no matter what. And but as you Brilliant. go through, you you open a chest. You might get. Well, it's kind of like ghouls and ghosts. Really, it's literally yeah. You 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 get the helmet, and but if you get hit, the helmet goes. Then you get hit, you die again. You know, it's it's exactly like ghosts and ghouls or whatever. Yeah, I was wondering if you ever had uh, yeah any other like requests or anything like that. Because there's there's got to be people are making like battle princess whatever vulgar yeah, yeah, yeah. literally made in this in that style I've in that style yeah like i say like i've never been asked but um i yeah as, as a kind of i do more stuff and like uh and like i look into different ways of emulating things you know like uh if i could find a way of of, of reliably like i say yeah. it's never about um Ooh. it's never about me having a physical kind of cut off you know yeah and saying sure. oh I'm now i'm not i'm never gonna do or x you, y or if Z. you do it and some people you're People are commenting like, "That's not a classic, man." Yeah, exactly. That guy came like, out I, last year. I don't. Um, I don't. The thing is, like, uh, people just want to see like good Crazy stuff, you know, hard stuff get done in one. Yeah, one exactly. Life. Or even, do you know what? Or even funny stuff. Like the, the crazy thing with me is like, I've had like great reactions from games that are, are terrible but funny. You know, like um, I've played loads of loads of stuff, like loads of old Spectrum games 
that are hilarious, well, like uh, like Mind It, which is uh, based you're, on an old you're TV read, show. My, you're reading my mind. I've watched you. you two, I've watched two Minder videos. Mind It, mate. In, uh, Honestly, I bet that. I bet that blows your head. It's based on an '80s TV show, right? Yeah, about I have an no old idea guy. Where it's from yeah. Oh, so it's about an '80s TV show about an old guy who lives in London, right? Who's like a bit of a <laughs> a bit of a wheeler dealer. He like buys and sells stuff, and most of it's crooked. And he's got he hires an ex professional boxer called Terry to look after him or mind him so he doesn't get beaten up for like selling all this stuff. And in the 80s in the UK, if there was, like we said before, if there was an intellectual property, they'd make a game out of it, you know? And the minder game is like a trading game where basically you have to go into like different pubs and buy stuff and then sell it to other people and try not to get arrested or beaten up. (laughs) It's really funny. It's really, really Really funny funny. because it's just so British, you know, it's so incredibly (laughs) British. (laughs) <laughs> like based based on based on that whole thing, but that's the yeah. thing. Like like, it's games like that that you don't think could get a, a and, and sometimes the most unlikely games become real favorites. You know, people say to me like about what what do people ask you the most for? And obviously, yeah, the girls and ghosts and the things like that, the stuff that's associated with the big. But you would not believe the amount of people who love when I play Shanghai. You know, like the Mahjong game. Oh, like, I, haven't uh, seen, I haven't seen that, but I, I, I love the Minder videos. I haven't seen Shanghai. Yeah, Shanghai on the Sega Master System. It's a, it's a Mahjong game where basically, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a big pile of tiles and you just have to kind of select matching tiles. And it became and like and such it. a... Yeah, that's it. But it became such a thing. I started doing it in COVID. I started doing streams where I didn't have a microphone and I didn't have a camera and I just put Shanghai on and I'd just try and solve these things. It was like a... It was like... It's like watching a lava lamp, you know. It's like a relaxing yeah, thing. So people show up to your, your it's live streams. Yeah, yeah. And I've you had no, loads of people. You had no commentary. Yeah, no, no, no. Just, just this board of like mahjong tiles and me playing. It was in the like middle easy, of easy watching. Like that's exactly what it is. Background or something. hundred percent. Yeah, and it's got yeah. music that's quite relaxing, you know. And like um, the the other thing as well is it was bang in the middle of COVID, you know. And everybody yeah. was kind of really panicked about stuff and didn't know what was really happening. You know, what an easier time. Let's just watch the two play Mahjong. Exactly. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? For, for whatever it was, for 90 minutes of that day, you knew you didn't have to worry about stuff, you know? You could just sit there with like a, do you know what I mean? Sit in your comfortable chair, get a hot drink and just watch like that. Because there's just like a, an arrow that you just move and you select the tiles and then the tiles yeah. disappear and you've got to try and clear the whole board. And it's like, that's the, but that's like the end of, Every live stream, like now, without fail, three or four people will always say, "Oh, we're gonna play Shanghai to finish." We always end up with like, a, like this week we didn't, and I had people message me like, "Oh, do you not play Shanghai this week?" I was like, "Beagles and Ghosts without dying." What's <laughs> it was pretty big, you know? And they're like, "No, nah, we like we're it when Shanghai. you play Mahjong." <laughs> yeah. I don't get my weekly fix if you play Mahjong. I don't know what I don't know what we're gonna do. Get, get it get it to like in the rotation of things that's got to make themselves feel better i guess yeah this is it it's just the funny thing is like i say it's the streaming the streaming part of it i could never have um i could yeah. never have seen really how big that had become in terms of how much people would enjoy it like and how yeah. how much of a community it develop and you know that's like cool. we, we yeah like we've had i don't i think 45 people is the most i've ever had in one stream at uh, once do you know what i mean i was, I was watching um God, who, I don't know how old they are because I don't look at the dates. I was watching one of the mm. Patreon streams of the day, and you got up to like thirty or something like that before, yeah, you, they, before you even before you even started playing a game. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I've had that before as well. Just twenty five people hanging out watching the screen that says starting soon with me playing yeah. video game music over the top of it. 
it's just so yeah, cool you know yeah you wouldn't yeah it's crazy how the how the world's uh something how the world's different now how like i don't know it's just crazy how that kind of that kind of community can be brought together with this modern technology and stuff yeah exactly like that. you know, and that's the thing you know like especially i say it before but like uh my this channel grew exponentially during the lockdowns because mm -hmm. everybody wanted like to still be a part of the communities even though they were told that they couldn't you know it's yeah, like uh, and then here here in the here in the uk like for the first uh i don't know how long it was two months three months you were only allowed to leave the house like once a day you know like so we were like somewhere uh, like you couldn't lollygag you had to go yeah going yeah you, grocery you store had to go bank. shopping yeah go get food delivered you know like you could watch it I, I, and i was literally i was like at home i mean all day every day basically like um so occasionally crazy. going out for, yeah, occasionally was, going out for a walk but that's why i stream so much you know and that's how that streaming side of it really grew as well you know like yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd i'd experimented with it and looked at doing different ways of it but when yeah. i started streaming a lot over there people really started getting involved with it you know it was yeah, yeah it was great we, we don't do too much streaming streaming ourselves we're, ju we're just the 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 podcast by itself we do uh we don't we go on twitch and do our like what me and we'll, we'll co-op something we'll go on twitch yeah, yeah. you get a handful of people that'll kind of poke their heads in and disappears about all you can really get with stuff like that mm. we yeah. try but we, we don't try. really try it that hard we just <laughs> play and chit chat yeah but it if you're having fun, it don't really matter, does it? Yeah, you know, that's yeah. the whole point. That's the whole point. As long as you're having fun and having a laugh, then that's that's. And I'd still do this if there was like on live streams. I'd still do it if there was like five people or two people. It oh, doesn't yeah. really matter, you know. Like the whole point is, is have fun. Trying to, I'm having. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Like I'd be doing this stuff anyway. Yeah. Like I'd, it's funny. Like the version of of the streams. Like when I'm just kind of playing, it's very similar. You know, it's just me sitting in this same chair just swearing a lot more pretty much like <laughs> having more breaks to make hot drinks you know and getting more frustrated by things but like uh the the, the premise of it is still the same thing of me trying to play you know what i mean different yeah. games and trying to get trying to get good at them like i play some random stuff but like uh yeah like, we've got um, you've got probably more niche than we have most of our i guess our, our podcast is more on the on the on the modern side but we really yeah, dig yeah. into like the weird like there'll be like a game on Xbox. It's five dollars, and clearly nobody's hurt. We'll, we'll we'll buy that game for five dollars. Play it for a couple hours. Talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, that's good. I just like really I just good. like we just like the weird stuff. I don't know. We're not. Yeah. We're not it's just how because everything it keeps our podcast low. Like like obviously we're not like popular, but that's just because of the weird stuff we talk about. Because when we made when I made this the idea for this podcast, our podcast was what you know, a couple of years ago. Now it was just like. All, all the podcasts are talking about the new hotness the new hotness all yeah the time. exactly it's much of a muchness in it you know what i mean like there's 50 yeah. podcasts all talking about that like I, yeah, that, I, 50 podcasts talking about last of us two it's 50, 50 podcasts talking about witcher three it's 50 like, podcasts more popular than us but like we still talk about the cool stuff that we find and you know and we like we we you know you how many people are how many people are going to listen to all 50 of them you know what i mean exactly. that's the thing and then and if, if that stuff's everywhere you're probably just going to read an article like, I don't need to listen to a podcast to find out about a game that's massive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't need to read an article to find it. I don't need to listen to an hour's worth of podcasting to hear people talk about a game that I can readily find the resources for. But I mean, if you guys <laughs> well, have got like... <laughs> exactly. No, it makes perfect sense. If you guys, But if you guys, if I Google like a, the kind of game that, that that you're covering, that like you say, maybe like an independent one or a bit of more, yeah. more of a, let's like say more of a niche one, then 
there there's not going to be as many hits but there's not going to be as much competition you know so yeah. you're more likely to get and that's the thing i find with a lot of my stuff like um the more niche stuff really randomly ends up having really high view percentages because the people who have searched that out are so committed to trying to find that they'll watch the whole thing like stuff like stuff that, that i do that's really popular like street fighter 2 videos do you know what i mean or like like stuff like that people drift in and out of those you know because there's so many different variations and there's so many street fighter 2 videos you know yeah but yeah you've done I mean, one to yourself yeah yeah i have done one or two yeah to be honest i did that million point i did that million point challenge didn't i over christmas i think but so, like yeah. yeah i randomly stick up do you know what i mean i'll randomly stick up like micro machines or something and you'll people will watch like 90 minutes of it and i'm like that's incredible we were playing that back in the day go, go with the boats going through the bubble bath or whatever that's the one i watched this video yeah. <laughs> figure out how cheap that game is when you're when you're i was watching him play i was like man like I, I thought i was good at good at that when i was a kid but watching you play it i was like this is like crazy how it's really odd that's yeah. memorization right yeah is it? because you can't see enough of the track can you <laughs> yeah like, the view is the view isn't big enough so you have to like uh you have to kind of memorize or like not even memorize, you have to be good at noticing kind of little kind of landmarks, you know what I mean? So if you're on a certain yeah, level, you'd be like right after the ducky, there's gonna be a 90 degree turn. That's it, like yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> or on those like the, the tough levels on that, like the the uh, the levels on the desk when you're in that little sports car, because there's mm. just you just fall off it at any point, you know, and you're like you gotta go over folders and rulers and and round <laughs> stuff, and yeah. Oh. They're they're really tough. And they're the fastest cars as well that just skid everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. I have no idea where we are on time, but I think we got a couple more things. Yeah, well, you talked about it a little bit of saying like when you're doing it by yourself, and uh, the gamer rage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the what's the worst case of gamer rage you've had? We'll just say recently, maybe not of all recently. Time, like, yeah, um, all times probably. Yeah. You can do all time too, but just like I don't, I don't know, like uh, of all. Not too many. I don't know. I'm, I am quite. I think it's more kind of. I think I'm more kind of. I kind of contain it somehow, and then if I end up getting the clear, it kind of all comes out. You know, yeah. that's the thing. So like when when that that rant you're on about at the end of our type, when I'm like fucking send them all on, like that was two weeks of rage or two months of rage like built up that I hadn't really found a way to vent. You know, because I can't really like say, oh go on, I'll beat this easy when I can't beat it. You know, yeah. but. Uh, when I was trying for a, when I was trying for, oh God, this is, here's even talking about it. When I was trying for a sub 30 minutes on Metroid, yeah. uh, I had a run where I got to Mother Brain uh, and I died and she needed two more missiles and I had three missiles and I was on 28 minutes and 50 seconds. So it was probably definitely going to be a sub 30. Um, and I died and I was absolutely heartbroken. Like, cause I just, I, I didn't see sub. Th the funny thing is, I set myself up to do sub thirty, but I didn't. I don't know. Maybe I didn't believe I could do it, you know. And I kept getting these times that were around that. And there's so many, as you might imagine, with a speed run, especially and something like Metroid. There's so many moving parts to a clear like that, you know. It's so hard. Um, so I was everywhere with it, and uh, yeah, I remember. I just, um, yeah, I just got a bad pattern, fell backwards, and died. And I just kind of sat there and the game just carries on and then it just comes game, up game, game over. game don't care, you failed. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. It carries on for a split second. You get a big game over it, but the, the timer keeps running. And I just kind of sat there with my head in my hands for ages. And I was just, it was horrible, you know? You like, that's I just, the, the game over words and to come up and just say, suck it, Ben. Yeah, that's it. You're <laughs> terrible at this. Because I remember... You're not, 
You're nowhere near as good at this as you think. Because again, this is uh, again talking about your Street Fighter uh, two video when you went to the ultimate and you had all the 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 excess on the end when you were like going, yeah, yeah, and making it all the way to Bison. You're like, oh, I got this pattern down. Oh shit! Oh shit! Ah, oh. yeah. Fuck. That's terrible, isn't it, when that happens? It's, it's, it's always just... the end of a game as well. It's always at the end. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? I don't. It's, it's never in the first fight. No, oh, you did start... that one. God, that one boxing game where you had a knockout, dragout fight in the first fight. Oh like yeah, four or five champ, rounds. Yeah, that, that was, was ridiculous. Buster, Buster John, Buster Buster? Douglas, yeah, yeah, Buster Douglas boxing, yeah. You were like, oh, I'm talking about a like, four or five knockout round for the first guy. That was guy. ridiculous, wasn't it? <laughs> and every other one was easy that after that. Was... Yeah, every exactly. other fight was easy after that. And that first one was like fucking Hagler Hearns. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just back ridiculous. and forth, back and forth. Stressful. That stuff is really, really, <laughs> really, really stressful. But yeah, like, do you know what? There's still the funny thing is there's still clears out there that kind of haunt me a little bit that are that are put out that I think I could probably do better. But the problem is, like, your skills at these games deteriorate so rapidly when not yeah, just you yeah. don't play them, but then you're learning other stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's so, like, so it's not like so it's not like yeah, exactly. You you spot on like this. So especially you're playing different game types, you know. One of the biggest ones was I did Snow Brothers um, uh, on one credit and I only lost one life and it was on the last boss. And that's a big game. You know, it's like 50 levels, 50 bubble bubble style, single platform levels. Oh. I got right to the end and died and then still carried on and beat it. You know what I mean? And uh, I uh, I did the same with um, uh, Salamander. Like I tried to record a clear Salamander and I got right to the end and died. And I still got a one credit. But it's not, do you know what I mean? I just, it's not that you will go through. No, it's down. not. It's not. Like, I know that I can do it. I know that I can kind of do it better, you know? And that's yeah. that's the... Those those are the ones the ones that hurt. I remember. I remember it. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. I died twice on a dead easy bit. On That's an hour. That clears an hour if you want to do yeah. the whole thing. Like the SNES version. I died twice on a fairly easy bit. I did the whole first loop without dying. You're like, oh, I got this in the bag. And then you just like, yeah. Died twice and then and then beat the whole game and I was really happy with it. But it wasn't till I did the friggin' Kane and Rince podcast and they were like, Oh, let's talk about the clear. And I was like, Oh yeah, I died. And they were like, that was quite easy. And I was like, I don't see you beating it. Just shut up. I think you say Leon's always nagging you about stuff. I think you mentioned a couple couple of podcasts, always nagging about that that'll look too bad. None of it's none of it's easy to you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Because uh, we're gonna keep talking about ghouls and ghosts. Is wasn't there a, didn't a new game just come out or about to come out? Yeah, there was a re- ghouls and ghosts resurrection. I ain't got a switch though. I need to buy one to be honest. So I think that's that, probably it, the ne- that's the next thing I'm gonna buy. Out now? I don't even know. It's coming out soon. I think. I don't no, know that, that's out. out. Ghouls and ghosts, out. ghouls and ghosts resurrection. Yeah, that's out. That came that, out before Christmas. Oh yeah. Is that something and, you would uh, consider for your? Yeah, definitely. You know, sure? lo- loads of people ask me about that. Yeah. Um, it's on the PS4 as well, and it should probably. But like I say, my PS4 is packed up at the moment as I'm waiting to yeah. wait to move out. But is that a remake or a brand new game? It's a brand new game. Oh, cool! Like it, yeah. Old, but it's kind of got that old. Apparently, it's got it's got yeah. Apparently, it's got the old kind of ethos as well in terms of it's really difficult, you know. Yeah. Which I think, um, I think a lot of uh, a lot of people probably reflect quite negatively with now. You know what I mean? Because like, oh, I'm, yeah. We, yeah, we uh, before we get up, we'll, we'll go on because I want to ask about your your job and other stuff too for like a few minutes. But before that, yeah, uh, go on, I got another five ten minutes. <laughs> um, I'll talk about the modern mythos of uh, yeah, of yeah, games and stuff like that. Um, 
what do you what do you think about the modern because like the the hot the hottest topic in, for video games would now is always dark souls like that's the only yeah. thing you ever hear about and I, I think i heard you talk about it one off on an episode one time that kind of you kind of brush brush dark souls to the side a little I've, bit i've done like, like um, yeah so i've done demon souls and i've done dark souls 2 and dark souls 3 um mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. The thing with those games is, right? I, I, I don't think they're that hard to be honest. I just think they're. Um, uh, you've just got to be prepared to die, you know. Yeah. And I don't we've, think a lot of people. That's what we say on our, our podcast. We've, uh, we've beat, we've beat every. I've, I've beat every Souls game except for Sekiro. And Sekiro, yeah. Sekiro is just out of my wheelhouse. I, I just can't do it. But everything else, we've beat all the other games. So we have, we kind of have that bit of a little bit of understanding along um, those lines. Is there any game that has pissed you off so much that you've beat it out of spite because we have pure, yeah out of pure spite that's a very have, good question I, that, that's that's my uh my my short list for that is is bloodborne i was so furious with bloodborne throughout that i was like we got the platinum trophy for bloodborne i was like i'm doing everything this game on do it all whether this game is going to the game wants me to or not i'm doing everything that's probably the only game i've ever completed we platinumed out of... it out of sheer spite i respect that you know <laughs> i really do we were um, so furious like because it was one of those gamer rage is his fiance at the time was at our neighbor's house and so we live in an apartment complex and she called him he's like what are you guys playing over there we can hear you yelling through the walls because <laughs> we were screaming a lot of four little words You're like this thing's Bam. cheating f you f this yeah. <laughs> it's easily it's easily done in it i remember yeah. him I, when i so when i did when i did haunted castle which is obviously like the arcade version of castlevania mm-hmm. um i did that's one of the craziest games you'll ever see in terms of ROM differences. Because we talk a lot about like, uh, I'll do the Japanese ROM or I'll do the world ROM or the USA ROM or whatever. So there's five different ROMs on Haunted Castle, right? So there's two for Japan, two for America, and one for Europe, right? The two Japanese ones and the European one are basically the same, right? There's two um, for America, right? There's one called, uh, it's one called P, I think it's called, and one called M, right, for mother, right? ROM M, is one of the most unbalanced things I've ever played in my entire life, right? To a point where um, it's barely, like, of course it's the same game, but in terms of how you actually have to play it, it's barely recognizable as the same playing experience. In terms of, I'll give you an example, right? So in, in Haunted Castle, there's no items that refill your health, right? You've got 16 blocks of health. If you get to the end of a level, right, and you've got hearts left, which are your um, ammo for sub-weapons, like on Castlevania games normally, so you get to the end, end of the level and you've got like 10 energy blocks missing. If you've got 10 hearts, then you'll start the level with no hearts, next level no hearts, and you'll get 10 energy blocks back, right? So that's the only way you can get is having excess hearts, basically, right? So like on all the other ROMs, right, walking into... So the first enemy that comes on is like... A, a, is There's a couple of bats, and then the first walking one on is a skeleton, right? On any of the other ROMs, you walk into a skeleton, it's two blocks of health, right? If you walk into a skeleton on ROM M, right, eight blocks of health. Right. So like half your energy. Right. Like um, so you can die on the first screen, completely die. And it's one life, one credit. Right. It's it's so difficult. You have to completely change the way everything about it is so much more unbalanced. Intense. And yeah, everything from from the previous, everything you learn from the previous ROMs still applies to a point. It does. But there's things like, for example, you can't you just can't afford to get it though you know what i mean that's the mm-hmm. thing like because everything does so much more damage 
And it's really, get this for bad, right? This is one of the worst, like, cynical, most arcade cash grab things I've ever seen, right? So on most of the other ROMs, um, pit deaths don't kill you, like, outright. But on this, they do, right? So, like, on on this, for example, like, uh, on the one of the other ones, if you fall in a pit, it'll take you back to a checkpoint and you'll lose some health, right? Yeah. On this, if you fall down a pit, you just die. So on ROM M, what you can do is you can put three credits in and then if you press uh, start three times, you get like a triple health bar, basically. So you've got 16 blocks of health. But then if you press start again, next to your health, it'll say 32. And then it'll say 48. Do you know what I mean? So you can have three lots of health. So you, you can't continue, but you've got three times the energy bar, right? Yeah. On ROM M, a pit death kills you outright, irrespective of how much health you've got. So you could put three credits in, fall down a pit, and then you're done. It's so cynical, honestly. It's incredible. I bet a couple machines got broke with people just yeah, I can only yeah. <laughs> oh my I can God. only imagine. It's Konami that is, but yeah. If you go, if you go on him, um, yeah. If you go on the One Credit Classics channel, if you put Haunted Castle Rom M, I did a no death clear on that. Same thing, just out of spite, just because I had to. I can I mean? do this. I know I can. That's it. That's all it was. That's all it was. I didn't need to. I'd already done it. I did a big video for the other one as well with a load of effects. And do you know what I mean? Like a thing where I looked a bit like Van Elsen carrying a big lantern. It's a load of fun, right? But then I just thought to myself, I can't leave it at this, you know? I can't. Because everyone was saying, oh, you're going to do Rum M. And I was like, yeah, it can't be that hard. And I started playing it. I was like, this is ridiculous. It's like I've got to learn the old thing again. Uh, anything else? Uh before we move on, I do want to ask, this has nothing to do with, well, I had a little bit, of, is that the input code for Hadouken on your, on the, yeah, is that yeah, Hadouken? Of course. <laughs> yeah. of course. I kept seeing the fist, what's that fist? And that's all the arrow. I was like, that's got to be the Hadouken. Yeah, for sure. I had, the, I had, I had a couple of tattoos there and then I had that and then I had, a, I've got like a Zelda heart on my chest and then I had a Ryu, um, I had a Ryu quarter sleeve like, uh, and then I was like, I want to get the whole thing done. So I ended up getting it like a full uh, I ended up getting like a full sleeve. Oh, uh, with that's like a awesome. super, that's gorgeous. Super Nintendo controller. Yeah, Super Nintendo controller with star on my elbow and like uh, Yoshi and, and God, that looks expensive as hell. How long were yeah, you in the chair for that? Uh, like it took ages because I was away working and back and yeah. forth, but yeah. I don't know. He got a, he's got an arm thing with like yeah. what, seven hours in the chair. Yeah, he's like I think it was like five and a half. If you're familiar with the band uh Coheed and Cambria. Oh yeah, I love him, yeah. Okay, so you're familiar with their album Afterman? The, uh, the is that one of the album. recent ones? It's, no, the it's, yeah. it's a couple of years ago now. Yeah, I can't. Probably I, like classic Coheed. Well, yeah, here, let me see. Let me show it off real quick. Hold on, hold this. Yeah, hard to show it off and then try to explain who, it. Who cares? But hmm. it's, uh, I'm not trying to give you a show, but you have to take the whole thing up. But it's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you got the keyword symbol and then it comes, yeah, up, yeah, the symbol. Hanging secrets to the lyric. And it's a, a lion being hung and it comes all the way up and it's got a butcher hook that hooks up under my uh my collarbone wow yeah it's too much of a, too much of a story to try to explain that one. it's it, it's yeah. just two songs combined together it took the, it took the lyrics of two songs and smashed them together into one tattoo it's and it, yeah that's probably my favorite and i have a few more but yeah they um, um, i saw that they played it i used to go see them all the time in about 2005 2006 they played like there's a club not far from me they played there um when the uh album is it uh the second album came out and in, in keeping secrets of silent yeah. earth three the yeah. one with it the one with favor house atlantic on oh yeah like, um, yeah, yeah. so songs. they um they played there on that it's funny then though because they didn't really have major label backing so they were on their own merch table you know what i mean yeah. oh. it was them protest the hero and somebody else um oh, protest like, the hero yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it was them three, like them. I can't remember else it was. But yeah, there were them, them, they were touring. That's the I said at the start, like a big advantage of if you want to go see bands like for for this area, like you're an hour away from Manchester and an hour away from Birmingham, you know. And like mm. all the bands there, uh, they the always big go bands, one or the like, other. Like, yeah, we'll always go to one or the other because it's just in some cases both. You're like, oh, see yeah, this is this is it, isn't it? So like it's just it's the root my it's like the root Manchester is really big for bands. So like often bands would come in the UK, play London, and then you go north, go to Birmingham, and then go to Manchester. Do you know what I mean? So you generally yeah. catch them. You generally catch them at one place or the other. And Manchester and Birmingham especially has got some bigger venues, so you'd get the bigger, you get the bigger tours turning the up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Give it a name, stuff like that. Like um, yeah, it's, it's, it's it was decent. Yeah, I, I did see them a few times. To be fair, we do guess- kind of want to talk about the, the, your, your your actual job. Oh yeah, because yeah, you, you, you mentioned your job quite a bit. Uh, it's mentioned probably every episode. I mean, you know, you're traveling for. Uh, maybe it's not as. I mean, to people outside of that industry, it may sound. Oh, that's probably pretty cool. I mean, I don't, maybe to you, it's not as interesting as because if to you, it's like a job, I guess. But you could. Yeah, it is, but it's still a great um, opportunity and a great honor yeah. for me. Do you know what I mean? To do to do kind of what I do. Like I've been judging um, mixed martial arts now for about. Uh, 11 years maybe 10 11 years do you know what i mean and i've, I've been there this year it'll be 10 years that i've been working f- with the ufc for do you know what i mean so cool. i get an opportunity to work with them quite a bit um what, what's the job in what's the job entail exactly so i it? judge basically yeah so like um i am um, uh they'll take us to wherever the event art is and then you'll get assigned however many bouts to judge mm-hmm. you'll sit cage side and then in the same way the boxing judges work you know like um when a round finishes, you give in your score, um, and then if the re- if the fight goes the distance, then they total all the scores up, and the the, the judges' cards determine who wins or who loses, basically. So yeah. it's just a round by round kind of thing of uh, assessing fights that are kind of happening, and then um, and then going from there. But you, there is a lot of travel, you know. what I mean, I've kind of been lucky really to go travel to the few... part you like the most, or do you actually enjoy <laughs> the fights? It's I really enjoy judging fights, to be honest. Yeah. Like travel, especially like being away a bit you know what i mean like i haven't done too much over christmas but um over the next couple of weeks like i'm in uh i've got to go to budapest for a show and then i've got one in paris and then I've got a couple of weeks off then one in dublin then maybe some more you know like before christmas i did like uh in october i did one in abu dhabi one in dublin one in russia do you know what i mean so there's a, there's a lot of um Bro. there's a lot of kind of traveling and stuff and it's do you know what i mean it's i'm you really, really need to buy a switch <laughs> yeah i'd probably do yeah i'm really fortunate i'm really fortunate in terms of like the opportunities that i kind of get through it but it's through hard work you know like i've yeah. put a lot of time into it and i've been been really lucky enough to to be present and be a part of some really big fights you know like which yeah. is which is so quite you, cool so so what, what is it like you have to know like honestly i don't know how about how you judge a fight is it like knowing about like the how do you how do you ask it how does it how do you so there's a the criteria basically like yeah yeah so, so they so they give us a criteria basically like that we're looking to assess these fights on mm-hmm. and uh, when you get to the end of a round the winner of the round gets a 10 and then the loser of the round gets a nine or less basically mm-hmm. so like uh, if you have two guys fighting red corner blue corner let's say you think red corner wins you go 10 9 um red corner give your card in and then it kind of goes to the end so basically, mixed martial arts bouts are all three-round fights, three five-minute rounds, or if it's a title fight or a main event, they're five rounds. Um, so literally, you just kind of score. 
each one as, as you go along and then it just kind of happens like that so you're given a, a criteria to prioritize stuff so you're you're looking out for certain stuff you know what like i mean a that, grapple or a, exactly if, if, if it's a particular style like this guy's exactly. using style more than that guy or something effective effective stuff is what you're looking for so effective striking and grappling you know what i mean is is, is the, the priority so you're looking for who's being the most effective and the most impactful basically it's like just wild swings yeah with what it's more left and right yeah it's more to do with uh the results of kind of what you do really like mm. um like who who's it's basically who's doing having the most impact on nearly ending the fight or how who's doing the most damage basically and and you have to just kind of work it out as kind of you go along but yeah it's, like i say i started doing it regionally through through training uh brazilian jiu-jitsu really uh, and going to mma events in the uk and then it just became a, a bigger thing then you know i got a lot of good opportunities and like i've it's been quite massive yeah quite fortunate yeah it's huge yeah like I, I've, I've done some Kind of, and it's not like it's not my full-time job i kind of do it at weekends like i am um, I, uh, I work as a, a teacher i work with people who are um are long-term unemployed uh, and i help them try and get back into work like uh, mm-hmm. i've been a qualified teacher for uh god i'm old now like 15 16 years like yeah. I, I, I ain't the only one brother <laughs> yeah i used to teach uh, i used to teach english and maths in prisons a long time ago and then i got into teaching um adults do you know what i mean so i teach adults now uh who are who are long-term unemployed and we try and help them do you know what i mean the, get get some computer skills get some employability skills do some work with them and help them get back into work you know like yeah. and that, that's, that also I mean you work with like um maybe like like homeless folks or geriatric yeah or we, we have we have a lot of different people you know what i mean the, the primary thing that links them all together is the fact that they all need help you know so like yeah. uh, we get we get referred to to help people and we we're kind of there for that but like uh it's funny because I'm always like having the odd Friday off. Do you know what I mean? To do you know what I mean? To nip to Melbourne. Like <laughs> I know it's, that's you, great. Like you don't your day. The, the difference of your day job to your other yeah. job is just like is a staggering difference. Yeah, so somehow just, putting in two hundred hours of ghosts and goblins. Or yeah, that's it. Yeah, metro practice in the middle. Yeah. This is a. It's it's being clever with your time is what it is. You know, but yeah. like it. But yeah, I never it's, learned it's that it. in school. they they should teach it because it's really that's the probably the most important skill right yeah Yeah, exactly it's a very Uh, important skill i guess well we uh about about i guess about let you go we can't let you go without in the uh, on the podcast you can't see it but we of course see you you gotta you gotta tell us about the yeah a little bit of a a black eye there shiner (laughs) yeah do you know what right i've got no memory of how it happened that sounds terrible like i was concussed (laughs) or something but um obviously i I train a kind of brazilian jiu-jitsu which is a grappling based uh, martial art and uh you just get knocks all the time you know like you just you're like body parts kind of collide completely by accident there's no there's no striking in it so you're not allowed to hit people like but you're always you're both kind of moving and moving around and every now and then you'll get the straight the kind knee of and elbow yeah exactly i think this was a knee to be honest i think i was going around somebody and they just brought the knee up like completely by accident they weren't trying to knee me in yeah. the head they were just trying to stop me getting around well, like um i didn't um, no nah, well it, it did work to be honest but i didn't even notice it really like wow. it's just you're just that used to not like i'm dead hard or anything you're just yeah, used yeah. to constantly being knocked you know what i mean <laughs> i get knee in becomes, the face every day well you don't want to the thing is right you don't want to be that guy you don't want to stop and be like whoa, whoa, whoa. like you just <laughs> trying Unless you've seriously hurt me, just carry on. Do you know what I mean? We're all right. Like, yeah, unless uh, if you've... I'll let you like know. a busted blood vessel in your eye was yeah, pulsating or exactly. something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 
Yeah, if you've nearly knocked me out, I'll let you know. Do you know what I mean? If you're if, if I've if I've blown me near or something, I will I will tell you about that. But yeah, if I've, you've just taken a knock like that, you just kind of you have to kind of get on with it a little bit. But yeah, I didn't I didn't know, and then I got back home, and then the next day, like my wife was like, "What's that under your eye?" I went, "I don't know. I think I'm just tired." And then like the next day, she was like, "What's that under your eye?" I said, like, I, I, so, so I was like, "No, nah, I don't know. Like maybe it's a knock. I picked up a train. I think I'm fine. I'm just tired." And she went, "What? You're just tired in one eye?" I was like, "Oh yeah, it doesn't make any sense, does it? Like, no, <laughs> that makes no sense at all." Um, so yeah, so that uh, so that happens, but it's quite it's like a quite it's quite a nice shade of yellow now. So I think yeah. I'm at that final kind of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you still I'm at like two three more days on that though. Yeah, probably. I had one. A, I had one a couple of years ago uh, where a guy hit me in the eye with an elbow, and it was like a complete accident. But that was pretty bad to be honest. I had to wear like because obviously I'm working in an office. I had to wear like sunglasses for two days because it just looked really bad. Like it, <laughs> it proper looked like I'd been a uh, domestic yeah, abuse. I'd, <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah, had been beaten up quite badly, but uh, that was good, like say, complete accident. But yeah, this that, that didn't didn't yeah, I didn't notice, and then I was like, oh yeah, that is quite, <laughs> that is quite yeah, it's pretty good one. Bad. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad one. Is it? <laughs> all right, I guess. Um, first of all, I want to thank you for spending the time with us, and no, it's been you know, a lot of fun, gentlemen. Super, Thanks for super late for you. Me. We really really appreciate that. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but if you want to, uh, one, one, tell everybody where they could find all your stuff. Oh, thanks course. very much. And then, um, like I said, we didn't talk about your podcast. You do have a podcast yourself that you started with, uh, McKeel, McKeel Croder. Yeah. Right? Yeah. McKeel. Yeah. You could, you could talk about that a little bit if you want to. We, we like yeah, to hear fantastic. about that. Yeah. So just, um, if you, any, you good people want to check out any of the, the clears that we've been talking about, any of the videos, uh, if you go into a uh, YouTube and put in one credit classics, um, one credit classics is basically a YouTube channel where I try and beat um, generally classic games on one credit or sometimes on one life. Um, I do uh, two live streams. Uh, there's a massive archive of videos, as the guys have been saying. You know, I mean, we've got kind of four or five years worth of stuff. Um, and I do kind of uh, two live streams a week. They're generally on Mondays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Uh, GMT. Um, and we do generally stream for about two hours. People on Patreon pick the games on the Monday one, and then on the Thursday one, we just play a lot of random stuff. That's just a good laugh, you know. Um, and that's the the kind of top bottom of it. We're on Twitter at number one credit classics, uh, and uh, there's a Facebook page as well. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just a lot of fun, you know. Like we uh, we kind of talk about um, there's there's a I'll always post stuff up on the uh, on the, the the Twitter, and obviously I said before as well. There's a there's a Patreon as well with a. Uh, Various levels of membership for which you get kind of uh, stuff set out in the post. You get kind of uh, merchandise. You get kind of, uh, but access to exclusive content, access to the Discord, um, um, and all kinds of good stuff, really. Um, and in terms of the podcast, like you were saying, it's called uh, the, the podcast I do with uh, Mikhail from Kane and Rinse. It's called Video Wizards. And uh, it's a podcast where every, it's been, it's usually every month, but obviously we've had a lot going on. But, uh, Every month we uh, talk about a corresponding um, year in the last, between the year 1980 and 2000. So if we're in January, we'll do January 1986, do you know what I mean? Or, or whatever year it'll be. And it'll, we'll talk about arcades from the time, but we'll also talk about world events, music, cinema, you know what I mean? Just what was going on at the time. So it's kind of like, I wouldn't call it a gaming podcast more than I would. Gaming's the, the, the focus and the arcade bit, but I'd call it more like almost like a time capsule podcast, you know? Because we pick a certain time and then paint that picture of what was going on at the time. We talk about like because McKeel's obviously over in uh, in the Netherlands and I'm in the UK, so it's a, a very much a European centric thing. But um, like I say, and they're long as well. So if you like like if you like 
walking or having things on where you work or maybe you drive a lot like this podcast to generally between four hours and we did one that was about seven so i mean you can uh, yeah, yeah you can really get yourself uh, get yourself comfortable stick them on your car while you're going somewhere and yeah it's uh, it's a lot of fun well, i think that's about all all we got yeah i mean i think that's I'm pretty much it probably yeah, it's probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, gentlemen. Thanks very much. Thank you.